Greetings, flesh creatures. It is I, Megatron. On behalf of TFYLP, I want to congratulate you for listening to the most refined collective podcast on this miserable little planet Earth. Yes. Here you'll find knowledgeable fans discussing every aspect of Transformers and beyond. Now, enjoy the show while I continue my path to complete conquest of all of you miserable biological entities. Predacons, terrorize! Hi, welcome to TFLP episode 470. We are live tonight. It is uh, Monday, February 28th. I'm Lucas. I am joined tonight by Anna. Good evening. And Paul. Hello. And Phil. Howdy. Hey, so tonight uh, the cast is going to give me some education on some of these Transformers uh, construction sets. So we kind of wanted to uh, discuss this because I guess, like, I don't know if it was a couple weeks ago or so, there was a there was a rumor flying around that uh, Transformers may potentially get involved with Lego. Is, is that right? That's the rumor. It, it I mean, it seems so ridiculous. If you've been a Transformers fan for more than, you know, the last five years, you probably understand why this seems questionable to be even possible because Hasbro made their own like competing. What do you call it? Build build pattern toys called Creo. I mean, they even ripped off the name like Lego Creo. Yeah, it's they're compatible. They're compatible with Lego. It just. It seemed like they really were saying, like, no, we're not going to be your friend, Lego. We're going to do it better than you. That's kind of the vibe I get from releasing something like that. So you're basically, like, shutting the door on ever working with that other toy company. But. I don't know, though. I mean, I'm sure that whoever was in charge at the time and who are the people in charge now are, are different. And, you know, I'm sure a lot of these corporations, it's not. You know, the, certain ones, I'm sure you probably have a feud and whatever, but a lot of them, you know, they're they're just here to make money, you know. So it's like if you throw enough money at it, it it'll be fine. Hasbro time does he- have time a heals all. Yeah. Although I, I don't think that this was a decision they made in like three days, you know, like the new CEO is very new. Yeah. No, I, I understand, but it also wasn't the former CEO sort of, or was did he did he retire and then pass away, or was his retirement or stepping down from Hasbro like foretold? Oh, he stepped down because he was dying. Okay, and he, and gotcha. he knew it. It all happened really fast, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he was good. You know, Brian Goldner was great. Like he did a lot of good things for for the company. Not saying the new guy isn't bad, but um, or is bad. Never mind. Well, and and I wonder too, like how how much of this is at the brand level versus the, uh, you know, upper like CEO level 
as well. I, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I don't know. Rick probably would have a better idea of, of some of those decisions, uh, you know, at least in the past, um, as far as, you know, partnering with other brands. But it definitely seems like with some of these crossover uh, figures that they've been doing, it seems like that they're trying to uh, to really work with other media companies or, you know, other brands and, and, and things in order to uh, produce some of this, this stuff, which I completely welcome. I think it's great if they can, you know, kind of work with, with uh, some of these other companies and, you know, uh, deliver what the fans want and, you know, make some money at the same time. That's interesting to, to put it with the crossovers because maybe that's why it would happen, but this just seems like such a different thing than crossing over a like a franchise with Transformers. This is like two, the two the two potentially biggest toy companies in the world like right. cooperating. Yeah, the sharing... toy company commissioning a toy company to make a toy, which feels odd in a lot of ways. But at the same time, you have to think of the number of franchises that have worked with Lego at this point. Yeah. Well, but they again, they're not. This is the other. Th this comes up so often with Transformers is that it's, you know, it's a it's not a fiction first brand. Right. It's a choice first. Whereas all those other. When I, when I think of, like, Harry Potter and uh, Star Wars and all those things, th those are fiction. They, they are applying the fiction to their toy, and this yeah. is a little different. It's, like, almost everything except for Voltron. Voltron was the one kind of exception to that, is that was very much a toy cartoon. And it did get a single release, but I think that's one of the things we need to remember. Even if there is a Lego Transformer, a lot of people online are talking about, like, you know, this is the beginning of the Lego Transformers line. And I don't believe that has to be the case, right? It's not like they've made a bunch of different combining robots from various anime. It's not like they made a bunch of Voltron products. They made one Voltron thing that was, you know, a fan's submission for their contest and they remodeled it and made the release like they always do this transformers thing could be the same thing again it could just be like you know one optimus prime they managed to build they got the license for one product and then we never see another lego transformer yeah well i mean, I mean one would I, think if this oh sorry one would think if this does well there's there's plenty more they can do um so this is it doesn't have to be one and done. You know, Voltron, it's kind of hard to do more than the Lions. I know there are other Voltrons, but they, they're not nearly as famous as, you know, Lion Force there. So, um, you know, I, I don't know. I would, I would maybe chalk this up with some similarity to the Mario Lego because Mario is a toy first. It's a video game first, and then it's all the other fiction related to it. But... You know, that that is something that Lego and, and Nintendo, I don't think, are competing that directly with each other, whereas Hasbro and Lego are. Kind of. Like, they could stop, right? Like, Hasbro could stop trying to put out building block lines. Hmm. They haven't done so in a while. Yeah. And a lot of the, a lot of the big fictions that Hasbro makes toys for, like Marvel, 
are already licensed by Lego for their building block. Yeah. yeah. People Star Wars. Stop. Disney. Well, like basically, so many lines are both you know, made by I, Hasbro and Lego. I feel like that Hasbro has really expanded their licensing of Transformers. Like, you know, they essentially have this rule of no transforming, you know, figures, like that they're not licensing that, but like really anything else. And I mean, you've really seen that um, with just a, you know, a fair amount of things that they've put licenses on. And, um, you know, we'll probably talk about a little of that uh, in more detail later tonight, but, you know, like flame toys, for example, the, uh, the 3A figures, um, you know, or another one, I'm trying to think of like the, some of the recent Super seven. Super 7. Because uh, both those... Flame Toys and Super 7 both kind of started out very niche because Flame Toys was the super expensive statues that Hasbro doesn't do. And Super 7 was the very, you know, their plain little reaction figures that Hasbro doesn't do. But then over time, you know, Flame Toys has started making more compatible toys that are more the size Hasbro makes. And now Super 7's making their ultimates for Transformers, which are also more compatible so it's kind of evolved yeah the, the hasbro red series transformers red series and and the super 7 ultimate granted the price points are different but those are pretty comparable in scale and pretty darn similar toys they fill the well, same niche one's yeah. better than the other and i think mm -hmm. too you even seen like the toy aisle where um i can't remember what company it is that makes those statues um that are at target um do you know what i'm talking about the 50 dollars oh, yeah those awful things right i forget what yeah. they're called but they're a GameStop too yeah yeah, yeah. The, those oh, and then yeah. um whatever what are those other little things that you bought paul like you you collected them all from target but then there's the shit at the dollar stores I, what, what, whatever those things are <sighs> yeah and the, the, and the, the funko pops like i mean so there's there's a fair amount of of other Transformers licensed uh, figures, so. Yeah, it happens a lot these days. Maybe, the, maybe it's, oh. is the point we're trying to make, like, it's normal now for competing toy companies to work together? Is that sort of where we're going? I, I think kind of, just because we're trying to say, like, is it possible this is really going to happen? You right, because like, we, don't, cause should, we don't know. Should people get their hopes up? And the answer is yeah. always no, you know. Don't bother. Well, that, that's the Don't thing. This, this made this some splashes or a splash yeah. in Transformer land for like a good 20, 48 hours, something like that. And then one of our, our brethren here at the podcast told us it was debunked. And then, then they, they, that was redacted. So it is still potentially going to happen. I mean, like lots of non-Transformers news sources have posted this rumor like there's a whole lego verse out there you know of people that are just that's as insane right, about it first. yeah so like that kind yeah, of gives it more credence. Lego person and he was I, like anna look lego optimus i was like what the heck i i happen to know someone that w works at lego and i reached out to them and i was like cut the shit and tell me lose your job and tell me if this is real <laughs> and they're like they're like not a chance bro and i was like hmm okay yeah. so maybe maybe it uh maybe Maybe it is for you. I don't know. They didn't say no, right? That's they didn't say no. They, they didn't say anything. <laughs> so it started, like you guys said, on the Lego side of things with the rumor. 
Um, Promo Bricks, I believe, is the website that first had it. I'm not familiar with Promo Bricks, but but for people I know who know Lego, say that that website is pretty darn legitimate in terms of getting their rumors correct. Um, so this was posted by them February 12th. So we're talking, you know, over two weeks ago. Um, you know, basically what it sounds like is going to be, it sounds like a movie type transformer, uh, kind of dark of the moon with the, the jet fire combination kind of deal happening. Uh, not dark of the moon, revenge of the fallen with the, the jet fire jet pack kind of combination. Um, it's, it's going to have about 1500 parts. Uh, May of this year is the expected release date, which is, is pretty darn close. And, and that is something that Lego does have a habit of doing, of revealing stuff really quickly before the actual release date hits. And, and then you're able to grab it from Amazon and uh, the Lego stop, store. I don't know how quickly those things get into Target shelves but um, or Walmart shelves, but they, they get their sets out there pretty fast after reveal. Yeah, they um, hype differently than we do. Yeah. They hype yeah. at a very fast cycle. Um, and then, uh, you know, this is supposed to be somewhere around $160, $170 price point, uh, what we're talking about here. But I, I think one of the other things about this that's different from if this is a quote-unquote crossover is that this is not something I imagine that's been designed by the Hasbro team. I, I have to imagine that mm-hmm. Lego has designed this and Hasbro has just given their stamp. That's what I would expect. I'm expecting something more akin. You know, people are posting the pictures of everybody's like kit bash optimuses that people have made over the years where they made their own Lego optimuses that are like very detailed and very like toy looking and transform and 8,000 steps and all that stuff. I'm expecting it to be like Lego Voltron. I'm expecting something very Lego looking, very blocky, but very appealing, right? Like Lego Voltron is in one of my like most premier spaces in my house where everyone can see it right it's in the living room on a top shelf and i love that thing but it's very very lego looking like it does not you're not gonna look at it and be like oh is that like the new masterpiece full tron no you're gonna be like that's a lego thing it's a big brick monster that happens to split apart into six five cats six apparently five cats and I think that our, if there is a Lego Optimus, I think it's going to be a similar vein where it it looks Lego, but is Optimus. That's what I expect, but who knows? Yeah, that is interesting, too, is that this is supposed to transform. Um, you know, I, I'd say the last three or four years I've been buying a decent amount of Lego with my son. He's into the Ninjago line. Uh, you know, he did like played with Nexo Knights for a little bit. Um, you know, he's, he's bought some monkey kid sets. Um, and, and none of those really transform. I mean, you had the Voltron combining, uh, one that was a really high end toy. You've now got a monkey kid and Ninjago set that have some combining features, but Lego's done a lot of kind of bigger robot toys and they've all been, um, you know, non-transforming kind of things. They, they did have a, a smaller Ninjago mech that turned into a jet, but that was, you had to disassemble it and re bless you. You had to disassemble and reassemble it. So it was not a transformer from what we are used to, um, you know, where, where you can just fold everything, but supposedly this Lego Optimus prime will be transformable. 
Yeah, traditionally transformable. Like how you don't have to take Voltron apart at all. You just use the connection ports and that's it. See, I think that would be interesting, you know, because again, I think Hasbro's kind of set that line of, you know, no transforming licensed toys. Um, So if it is, you know, an actual transforming or... Uh, you know, even close to that, uh, I think that's the thing would be more interesting to me. I guess, yeah. I mean, Lego could be the exception. I guess technically the RoboSun Optimus was them licensing RoboSun and not the other way around, right? Because that's a te- that's a transforming toy. Yeah, true. Anywho, I think it's possible. I think it's like it's not like super likely or unlikely that this is happening. I think it's definitely a possibility that it's real, and if we get it, it could be any number of things. But I just kind of wanted, like, I thought it would be fun to talk about this because we could talk about kind of like what people really want from a buildable Transformers toy and what we've got it in the past because we've got it a bunch. <laughs> And they've before been a combination we, of not so great. Before we dive down that, well, I, I just had the thought, really like, it's fun. we probably would have seen it this past weekend if Toy Fair had happened. Um, <gasps> I, I would have been, I, I don't know how much of a presence Lego has at Toy Fair, um, but but I'd be kind of surprised if something that seems like would be this sort of a premier toy wouldn't get a, a Toy Fair spotlight. It's a great question. I don't know where Lego shows their stuff off at. A lot of what I've seen is like all of a sudden, it, you know, they release it to right. websites and then their own website. And, and they've got, you know, folks that they work with. Um, a lot of YouTube, you know, reviewers and stuff that, that will get the Lego sets early. Uh, you know, of course, a lot of dudes in Europe. Um, and, uh, you know, that's that's where I've seen some of the newer Lego stuff has been know through those kinds of the outlets i don't know if i've seen anything where it's pictures of in-hand things from a convention floor like you see with transformers and other hasbro releases from like toy fair especially but that that being said a lot of the time frame that i've been playing with legos with my son and paying more attention to legos with my son has been during covid so mm. that uh, like at least half the time I've been playing with Legos with my son has been during COVID, in which case, yeah, you're not going to see anything on a convention show floor. And same here. Our, our household has become a Lego household since the pandemic. We didn't really mess with it before. And then my husband started doing some of the high end sets. I mean, I, I do think overall, I mean, obviously the set that we're talking about is not really, is more of a collector set, not a, a set for, you know, younger kids. But um, I do feel like that, um, you know, those Lego construction sets, you know, kind of fill a gap that, that Hasbro has, I feel like, for Transformers. Like, I really feel like that... Um, Oh, I don't know, maybe like six to nine year old range 
uh, that like Lego is really kind of the bread and butter for that age range. Like that Hasbro, I feel like has a has had a hard time recently of trying to fill that. Like they have the like rescue bots and some of the like you know sets for the younger kids, and I, I just I don't know how well you know some of the toys for uh, Cyberverse have really like went over with you know with with kids like. You know, I my kids haven't necessarily been that interested in it, but it, you know, I don't know. That's I don't know if the, that is representative of of all the sixty uh, nine year olds. But Phil, I don't know for you, for for your kid, like has he you know been interested in in Transformers uh, himself? I mean, he's a mini me, so so yeah. I mean, you know, he sees the new stuff that I get and he'll play around with it. I don't know if uh, you know. Like, but he'll play with any Transformer stuff I, I get home. So, like, recently I bought from Surge Animated Ultra Magnus. And so he was playing with that all weekend. Um, so it's, it's it's you know, it doesn't it doesn't have to be the newest thing. But, uh, um, yeah, he's still interested in Transformers. Um, but, uh, you know, again, he plays with almost any toy I put in front of him. Yeah, Catherine just said that each of our kids have a lot more access than uh, Cyberverse <laughs> toys than the average kid does, and it's like that is absolutely true. Yeah, that that, that is true. All, all of our kids have access to a lot more Transformers than uh, yeah than the, than the average person. That's, that's for sure. Yeah. You ever have your friends' kids come over and they're just like, <gasps> like they're just not used to this, I... and they're like. Oh my God! I, the, the friends' kids don't go down to the Transformers room, Paul. Well, it can change their lives, Lucas. When you're you going to them. your friend's house to buy Transformers, your kid gets to go down to the Transformers room, <laughs> and then and then Paul has to explain to your friend's kid. In this case, me being the friend, uh, Paul has to explain to my son, like, "No, you can't touch that. No, you can't touch that one either. <laughs> no, you can't look at that one either." Mm. I'm Paul's, Paul's so nervous. The average price of, of Paul's uh, piece uh, that he has on display is way higher than mine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, these are really valuable. <laughs> Again, average, average. That's at the low end of the spectrum. See, see, that's what you have to do when you have the kids over. Just throw that kind of stuff at them. So then that way they will just redo yourself. Pay, pay attention to the you know, yes. AFA graded star screen. <laughs> normal normal basement although i don't know if you have your like mini bot collection out paul you, you might get in trouble there right might yeah things that seem cheap are not but transformers has um not the lengthiest but probably a longer history of building sets than most people realize um you know that's it, true it, yeah I mean, we're seeing not a brick building set, but the Flame Toys model kits are, are pretty popular and, and continue to come out. Um, you know, and then we have seen a good amount of brick building sets from Transformers. So um, where do we want to start with that? Where with the first with? one. All right. Diablock Convoy, baby, from Japan. Do you have Diablock Convoy with you? I've always I, wanted to see it. I certainly wish I did. It's, it's packed away somewhere. But 
It is very underrated. It is awesome. And it is the type, it's the only, um, as far as I know, well, do the do the build to no, I don't think the build to rule things transform. It's the only it like build build it and transform it block thing that I know of. And Some no of one bought it. Sets did. Oh, you had to build those. You had to build it, but then they would transform without what? taking apart. No, yes. they did that. You had to take that shit apart. That's why everyone hated them. I'm going to mute myself to like dig around. To I mean, there's mind. those little crappy Creon ones that sort of do it, but what? Yeah. But the Diablo. Those don't count. So, Diablock Convoy, no one bought it back in the day because it looked like it was maybe this big. And it, it just it wasn't super impressive. But if you were crazy enough to buy it and pay around 80, 90 bucks for it, and you got to remember, this is like early this is like 2000 before 2010 this is like around the time the first movie came out probably so but it was it was the size of mpo1 it was huge it was like 12 inches tall and a lot of people didn't like it because it didn't have a real face it had like a a brick a, a single brick eye face i just think it's so cool and it has a lot of good presence and it actually transforms like it transforms like optimus prime does with, and it's very similar to um, how the Creo sets have those like friction joint ball things. Like it has some of those, but it, this is a purely Japanese uh, creation, the Diablock thing. And um, the Xiaomi toys also follow suit with this concept of the like the rubber ball on one end, and there's like a locking mechanism that goes on it that just kind of holds friction for a while. So. Um, if you ever get a chance to check out Diablock Convoy, look it out. Look it up. It is, um, it's just a very quirky one-off piece, and that's. The I always thought it looked neat. Honestly, very like neat. being somebody who likes building block toys, I do actually enjoy the building figures. I always thought it looked really cool. The importing was a little beyond my like understanding of the planet at that point. It looks like on. On Toy Wiz, they have it under Constructabots <laughs> for some reason for like seventy-five bucks. So I mean, like it's somehow cheaper now than it was back in the day. So I'd say go for it. Because when did it come out again? It was like it was man, it was early. It was a while back. So did did Built to Rule come before it? Then it sounds like no. I thought, wait, did it? I can't. Because Built to Rule was Armada era. Actually, you're right. Maybe, maybe it did. Maybe. Yeah. I'm actually not sure. I'm well, trying to find out, but it's, it's definitely not, the first. There's a way to look that up. It's definitely the first uh, Japanese combiner thing, and it and it's it blows Built to Rule out of the water. It looks oh, like yeah. 2007, Built so it would have been after. So Build to Rule was a practice run for Diablock Convoy. I don't, I don't well, think I mean, they're, they're related. totally different in terms of how they're, they're built. Diablock looks more like a Lego set that looks like Optimus Prime. Built to uh -huh. Rule is looks like you're building a set of Lego panels that are praying for their death. Yeah, okay, so let's just say real fast here. You take Diablock Convoy, you stand him next to, like, 
MPO1 or MP10 since he's kind of between the two. And he looks like a, you know, less great version of them because he's made of building blocks. Our that, that's where you put toys him. were so bad that built to roll is actually just the slightly worse version of those. Built to roll is far worse than Armada toys. No, no. I mean, Armada toys like, I don't down. like, but built to roll <laughs> is so much worse. I'm kidding. Armada wasn't actually that bad in the first place, but... Uh, Sideswipe. <laughs> there were some problems. There were a lot of highlights, too, that were actually fun toys. So I shouldn't be so mean to Armada. I know some people love it. However, the build to roll stuff was bizarre. It was not good. It was not good. They they did transform, though, for what it's worth, kind of. I'm just going to go ahead and believe you, I guess. I don't remember if they Didn't they? I didn't think you had to rebuild them. I can't honestly... I really wish that we had uh, Nick and, and, and Peter and Rick on here to give their thoughts on how much they actually hated having to collect those. <laughs> well, there's some really rare built-to-rule toys. Oh, I'm sure. There are. I'm sure. The, these do not transform. There is absolutely no way on God's green earth that this Armada star screen <laughs> transforms into something that's apparently out. some of them do is what Zaldron said. And some of them don't, I don't remember. I didn't actually own, I own some build to roll GI Joe, but I never owned any build to roll transformers. Why do you, okay. Why do you own build to roll GI Joe? I thought they were cool. And they showed oh. up at big lots. That's the two oh. combinations. They showed up super cheap at big lots. And I thought they were pretty neat. But the Transformers stuff I never thought looked good. It always looked pretty bad. No, it looked like it didn't even look like a ripoff of Legos. It looked like a ripoff of Mega Blocks, which was still trying to find its footing at the time for complex Lego sets. For complex building sets, I should say. It just they they did not look like good toys or enjoyable toys. It's um, in, it's interesting how the more custom pieces you have for like any of these toys, the worse the, the final figure looks than having like everything built out of similar stuff. Are you talking about like the heads that looked more like the, <laughs> I'm the talking about heads? I'm talking about everything, man. Like there's like the Starscream has two giant pieces for his missile launchers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. And now. the wings. Yes. So it's like there's nothing to build really. It's just like it's really these are bad. Like the, there's no shared parts between the other figures so they you know they're they're each very much their own creation yeah wow the energon optimus prime is worse than the real toy wow and again for those not familiar like go look them up because they are these like just they're not like lego sets where you're building them more like with bricks stacking on top of each other there's a lot of panels a lot of large panel pieces and so it's like, imagine if you had a Lego set that looked all just like Unicron's backpack and then a more cartoon accurate head on it. Because they gave them, like Paul said, like these customized, like not brick parts to look more cartoon accurate. And it just felt so disjointed from the rest of the toy. Um, yeah, I don't recommend buying them. I don't 
care how rare they are. Good luck trying to find someone who would buy it off of you. Um, you know, mm. but but they're they're an interesting thing to spend two minutes looking up and, and just like Ugh. Well, they they canceled Built to Rule pretty quick, but a few Energon toys got out. Okay. In like select markets, and those are the ones that are worth some money. Yeah, that makes like sense. Energon, Starscream, Energon Optimus, because they just you know. Doesn't matter how good they are, it just matters how few there are. And yeah. There's not yeah, many. Regard. You know, when it comes to collecting stuff that is not, there's no play value. It's just a matter of what it represents and what it is. Yeah. When we started talking about this, I, I honestly, I have a lot of regret because I didn't keep my build to rule GI Joe because I actually thought that was a fun concept because they mostly made the three seven five inch figures to go with it. And they actually had um, block parts on them, like on their lower arms, where you could build things off of it. So it was kind of a fun idea, you know, like building a Lego super arm on your G.I. Joe guy. It's just, it's kind of neat. And their vehicles didn't have to transform, so it wasn't torture. That you had to somehow make them transform look terrible. So I thought that was pretty fun. But now that we're talking about this, I really wish I owned one built to roll transformer just to have on my shelf to be like that happened that was an event i'm sure i'm sure that you can i'm sure you can go to i'm sure i can find one sure i can find one well the the built built to roll his tank is 180 bucks right now i can't imagine that you had joseph's cheap because it was actually okay Yeah, I, I agree, Anna. The built rule GI Joe was way better than the built rule Transformer stuff was. Um, yeah, that's that's not awful. It's not great, but it's it's not awful. The Raging Typhoon does look kind of fun. It's like a level of sacrifice you're willing to make to go from your totally competent GI Joe vehicle to a brick version of it. Like it's yeah. like you're like okay, that's fine. It's kind of like the the Diablock convoy. It's like I'm losing some of that detail, but I'm getting a cool, buildable brick version that's personalized. And I think, to Paul's point, the, the custom parts and the Transformers that made it look bad actually make the G.I. Joe ones look kind of cool. Right, because they don't have to do two modes. They can just no. do one mode, stick it on there. Yeah. And it looks good. Yeah. No, that's that's. I can see why you like them. Those are... Uh, those are not the the you know circus ugly level that the uh, transformers were. I mean, imagine you're on the you're on this team like we're gonna make this new toy line built to rule. They're like, awesome, we're gonna make all these vehicles, and they're like, by the way, you're gonna do the transformers too. <laughs> and you're like, uh oh, <laughs> like, you know, we really made this for GI Joe. We don't care. Yeah, if it works for us. It works for the other. It. There's your crossover, though, right? You just get the figures from the G.I. Joe builds roll, and you put them with the Transformers builds roll, and you cry because they look terrible. You call it a crossover. Then you don't feel bad about that $90 Megatron his tank anymore. So, the Creo line... We had one in between Creo. Oh, what was that? Constructs. Construct bots came after Creo. Did they come after? Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. I think I'm right. At the same time, or were they they around the same time? I think they were during. I think they were during the second coming of Creo. I think you're right because if you look at the the Transformers construct bots, you have um, 
Age of Extinction toys and you had Age of Extinction Creo toys. So I think there was overlap there. Um, yeah, Creo Creo happened before Age of Extinction, but yeah. it did get Age of Extinction toys. Yeah, that was like the last hurrah was the Age of Extinction toys. Okay. Yeah, that were incrementally better, but yeah, and they still both problematic. Had, both toy lines had some Transformers Prime stuff in them. Yes, and that was that felt like real late Creo, because like the yeah. first set of Creo was initially the first movie characters. It was Jazz and Bumblebee and Optimus, yeah. Megatron, Starscream. Well, that was like to Lucas's point. We had sort of two waves of Creo. You had the Creo toys that were sort of the next iteration of Built to Rule, where you had a six-inch tall brick robot that you would then disassemble and reform into a car. And they look better than Built to Rule. I, I never liked them. I never picked any of them up. Um, they would come with minifigures that would be like a driver, like a race car driver, Lego-looking guy. Um, but it was never, uh, it was never like a Lego minifigure. There were, there were differences. There was more, more ball joints going on. Um, for some reason, go. the people they made for Creo were hideous. Because they yeah. made crayons of Transformers characters that were fun. They were cute. They were, they were nice little figures. But when they made humans, they just made them so atrociously ugly. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't know why humans had to be so ugly looking. You had to make something significantly different enough from a Lego minifigure so you didn't get yourself taken in court. Um, That's true. That's true. So, so they so can't all look the very cuteness great. you got from a Lego minifigure, you weren't getting from a a creon, especially a human creon. So but, I mean, I, I will say I feel like the the creo line it seemed like was was at least moderately successful because I mean it ran for a number of years. Right, I think it was like around 2011, 2012, all the way to 2015, right? I think a lot of that was just with the microchangers, the the crayons that had alt modes. But it, mm -hmm. yeah, it stuck around. I so I, I I have a lot of Creo. Like it, that was something I really got into for a minute because I really wanted there to be buildable transformers. I'm not taking very good care of my Creo because I always tell myself one of these days I'm going to put it back together and, and fix it up. So so here's Creo Jazz. He has no arms and one leg. He looks very nice, right? Right? He's pretty. He's pretty. Um, but those are the thing with these. You know, they're... People criticize big Lego fans for being so loyal to the quality of Lego, but there's a big difference. Like, you put your Lego stuff, like, reasonably well-packed when you're moving, it stays together for the most part. You try to do that with Creo, you end up with Bag of Jazz right here, and that that's what you have. I have a Bag of Jazz, I have a Bag of Sideswipe, because they had the big Sideswipe, too. He was huge. I don't know why they made Sideswipe so massive. And he's a bag. Oh, I have a bag of Bumblebee too, Bumble bag. But alternatively, this is the greatest bag of bag of whatever. Bag of jazz. But if you built them in their vehicle mode, which you had to completely disassemble, right? Like the build to rule, you had to move some parts around. It was like more around like moving the big units. With a Creo, you just had to get your part ripper and take them entirely apart, rebuild from scratch. Then you get vehicles. 
and the vehicles are legitimately okay. You know, this is my Sentinel Prime, and he's been a fire truck for like 15 years or whatever. I swear, it's at least 10 at this point. I, I think at least he stayed together. Yeah, he stayed together just fine. There's a couple of parts laying in the in the bag of jazz I need to put back on him. But, you know, he's more or less ready to go back on the shelf as a fire truck. Will I ever take him apart to put him in robot mode again? No. I remember it took for freaking ever to disassemble the robot to build the fire truck. Well, maybe this is the reason why it's so easy to uh, take apart. So then that way, there you like, go. Oh, I can pit. Wh- which mode do I want to do today when he fell apart, you know? It's less painful than taking apart Lego. That's true. Because they're worse. I think one of the things with the the Creo, the bigger figures, what they had is you would have these these parts of the body, like the the torso, that would sort of build like a regular Lego piece would. Um, <laughs> but then the connector would be a ball joint, and that's where you would have easy for it to pop off, easy for it to come apart. I mean, but it would give you articulation. Um, and so I, I think they definitely had better silhouettes and better uh, um, um, uh, proportions than what we were getting from Built to Rule, but um, they still were kind of wonky uh, with that that ball joint sort of thing going on. They were they were taking a little bit of what what Lego had been doing with Bionicle, which was a lot more ball joint focused sort of Lego action figures, and kind of slapped that together with some traditional style Legos to give you this, this robot that could have really transformed, but, um, you know, had the two modes. Yeah. They look pretty okay. Like the robots kind of had their own, like among Lego robots of the day, they kind of had their own charm. They had very good heads though. Like I remember people were taking these heads from the Creo sets and putting them on their mainline figures. Because they, they were very good head sculpts. And we weren't getting great head sculpts back then. So they were like, and we were getting the movie head sculpts. So they'd be like, ooh, a G1 style jazz. Going to put that on my movie jazz. Yeah, yeah, you, you, yeah. They would. De- I remember that. That was a whole thing for a while. It was a whole thing. People were like, literally buying the sets from people just to take the heads out. So you would go on eBay and you'd find like Creo sets missing head. Sort of like Space Jam 2, LeBron James was. <laughs> yeah, like, the Creo was almost like the beginning of an evergreen movement in Transformers. It wasn't exactly a movie. It wasn't exactly G1, but it was something in between. It was supposed to be, like, the quintessential Optimus Prime, even though his body looked like the movie, but it was very much a G1 head. They would mix stuff up. God, yeah, I really like, forgot about red. that. What? Like oh, Sideswipe was red. Mm-hmm. He was he was hanging out with all the other movie guys, but it was red Sideswipe for some reason with red Sideswipe head. But then he had head. Sentinel Prime, who is clearly a film creation. It was but he I, didn't have a ton of representation in G one or, or other media. I mean, the animated Sentinel Prime was uh, a retcon. Not exactly. Yeah. Oh oh, animated the show. Yeah. yeah, the Sentinel Prime we got in the movie was a new character. Like he wasn't really attached to other usages of the name. Mm-hmm. He was just Nimoy Prime. He was fine, but I wanted a toy of Nimoy Prime, and this is my only toy of Nimoy Prime. 
is my freaking fire truck that can never be a man again because it's too much trouble. That was the bummer with that line. Like, it was just too much trouble to transform. Like, that's, even with the jazz, which I think is, like, you know, a 60-part figure, it's still a pain in the butt to take this all the way apart then find my instructions, wherever those are from a million years ago. Well, I think they figured that out, that all that shit sucked. and that the, Oh, absolutely. It, it, it was all about the Creons in the end. Yeah. And that's, what you know, that's why suck was these? Yeah, then yeah. we got San Diego Comic-Con for like two years in a row, we got these like big sets of just the Creons, you know, of really awesome Creons. And yeah, because uh, you would get the Creons with the big guys, and like the the heads that came with the big sets, the Creons were like those were that was, that was the fun part. Who cared about this sixty part, you know, meh toy? Like, give me that Creon, give me that that nice G one jazz head sculpt. I remember at the time. One of the um, one of the Megatrons they released came with a G1 Megatron Creo, and he was like the only way to get him at that time. So I got the set because I wanted to build it, and I took the Megatron out, and I sold him for like 80% of the value of the set on eBay. And then the set is still unbuilt in my closet. <laughs> there is one set I will say is worth it's it's mustard, and that is that. The final Creo set, which was the Grimlock one, the dinosaur Grimlock. I just was doing a search and it came across like, oh yeah, that was awesome. Like that that one there? No, the one that like turned into a big, it was like a tall G1 masterpiece size uh, dinosaur Grimlock. And it came with a bunch of, a bunch of Creons as well. I gotta look that up. I don't think I remember that. It, It was like a Toys R Us exclusive or something. It was like one of the last things I bought at Toys R Us. They even did weird stuff like they did the cliff jumper set where he had his little four wheeler and yes. some generic vehicles to fight. I had that set and it was it was just silly. But then you got Creo vehicles, you know, you got little generic Decepticon characters, and these were monsters in many D and D games for many years afterwards. Lego and R D D games. Oh yeah. Anyhow. Oh, I just found that. That is wow. That is a good set. Holy cow. I don't think Creo was a completely like it wasn't a complete failure. You know, obviously no. the Creons are great. They're they're a fun little thing, and the sets could be fun. They just weren't fun to put back together after the first time. I think that was pretty universal. Sadly. You know the the Devastator set was also pretty good. I actually put that together once. The the Creo which which Devastator set? The the big one. It was okay. It was like during Reve- Revenge of the Fallen when it came out. So it was like a bastardization of G one Devastator, and he was multicolored and was sort of like the Revenge of the Fallen one. But it's actually not such a bad combined together thing. Yeah. So yeah, Anna, there's 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 definitely like like every toy line, there's good with the bad. You know, there's there's gems amidst amidst uh, dust. And they went on for years with the micro changers, which I'm yeah. holding up my little Scorponok here. And I mean, there are so many Creo micro changers, right? They ended up with. 
tons of them produced over the years. They were just in those little $3 blind packs that you can sell at any store. And those are actually pretty cool. Like, they, they are fun representations of a lot of really obscure characters. There's characters that don't get many toys that showed up in Micro Changers. Now, their transformations were very, like, you know, air quotes transformations. They were, like, funny little things they could do. Like, bend over and, oh, I'm a scorpion now. Well, that's cute. Mm. Stand back up, please. And, but they were still fun and they weren't painful to take apart because, you know, they're tiny little 10 part figures where it's okay to take these apart. I don't want to take apart my 400 piece Sentinel Prime and rebuild him. That, that is not a fun Friday night for me. Yeah. The micro changers were no pun intended, a game changer for the Creo figure line. Cause I had, next to no interest in the Creole line until the micro changers started coming out. And then I was, I was gobbling those suckers up left and right and, and still see them at like Walgreens here and there. You'll see like a, a Walgreens that might have like one of the, the later waves that you can still find. Um, literally just like two weeks ago, I sold nearly all of my Creo stuff to Nick. Um, you know, I had a lot of Creo GI Joe, I had a lot of Creo Transformers, and I, I moved about five and a half years ago. And in that time, they hadn't left my crawl space, so it was just like, all right, let me go and, and you know dig through these and sort them out. And and they're not they're not worth a ton, you know. Some are have a few dollars value to them, but for the most part, they're not worth a lot. But they, I kept a few. I kept Rodimus for myself here. Um, you know, he just uh, I don't know. I, I enjoy Rodimus. I'm not a, a huge character collector, um, but Rodimus is one that I, I tend to have more versions of than other toys. And then my son bought from me my Piranicon combiner. And that was something else that they did with the micro changes. You got combiners. They were not as in pain looking as, as some of the other building toys, but these were really interesting that you would get four minifigures that could have the vehicle modes, like Anna said, the alt modes that were, you know, sort of just like bend over and, and you know, attach something on the back to make it look like a tail. The uh, wheels. Or, or, yeah, that would held, they would hold the wheels with their hands to make it look like a car. Um, and then you would disassemble it again and, like, like significantly disassemble these because you would take the arms off of some of these guys and... You, know, you would make a combiner out of this. So you would always end up, no matter what mode you had with combiner, you always had extra parts because you, you would either have the combiner parts that you wouldn't use when they were in their individual mode or here in the combiner mode, as you can see, like there's, there's heads missing for the guys that are the feet. And this one, you know, doesn't have a, a he's kind of unique in that he doesn't have the full body of a, a Creo guy for an arm. You can see they, they would use the legs as the fingers for the, the Creo close. combiners. Um, and so, I don't know. My son said he wanted Pranacon. I'm like, well, you got to buy them from me because I'm not just going to give them to you just because you found it on my basement floor. Um, so I, he, he paid eBay price for me for it because trying to teach him the you know value of money. Wow. And yeah, yeah. Wow, dad's real cool. I, I mean, <laughs> wait, wait, I mean, so I you're saying Phil's scalping to his son, huh? I mean, you know, this, I think, I think this was, I think I profited maybe uh, $6 from the original purchase price. Um, off of your son, which you got. Of my son. 
They weren't expensive. Did the you make them pay shipping? No. <laughs> I, I knocked off what I would have charged someone for shipping and for the eBay fees. So he didn't pay oh, full eBay price. That's but, good. Oh, so that's no, I, was just, I, I was trying to teach myself that, like, hey, just because you see something and want it doesn't mean you can just get it. You you're know, trying to teach your son. To it. You're trying to teach your son dad's, <laughs> dad's going to screw you no matter what. Ah, <laughs> uh, so mean. Yeah. You guys are me, not Phil. Phil wasn't me. Phil was trying to teach a lesson. Yes. I, I, I don't think he there. learned that lesson because maybe a week or so after he bought it from me and thought it was the coolest thing ever, it hadn't left his uh, the, the top of his dresser in his bedroom. Uh, it had just been sitting there collecting dust for the last you know three or four weeks. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it was fun to dig around through those bins. That's- Go Sounds ahead. like he's learning to me. He's learning what it's like to be a. So, so a now he's gonna buy, buy it back it. and uh, give him a cut cutthroat uh, price there. On like, yeah, I'll buy it back for half price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, uh, yes, can get it back. <laughs> oh, like he did not want to let me. He did not want to let me use it for tonight for the show. Like, can I can I borrow this for tonight? He's like, no. And like he's like, what do I get? I'm like, what what do I get if I let you borrow this? And I'm like, wow. You play with my toys all the dang time. You know, it would have been great if he said, how about $6? A rental <laughs> Rented it to me. Yeah. Yeah. No. I well, like, What's your style? Said, no, I'm just like, fine. I don't want it. Leave it there. Leave, leave it alone. Um, he's like, well, well, no, you can have it. I'm like, no, I don't want it now. So I, I paid hardball back. And he was like, no, no, no. I'm taking me a show. So, <sighs> yes. I'm, I'm a jerk to my son. Um, but yeah. as he mentioned, this is Bagastator. This is all the parts of Devastator that have been in a bag for years because my Devastator's on the shelf over there. Fully assembled, and there's so many heads and arms and guns and uh, extra stuff. Devastator was one of my favorites of the combiner sets. I, I liked him. I liked the. He worked well because he had the uniform green color. Yeah. Uh, so he worked better than some of the other combiners did. I think Piranicon works pretty well too, again, because he's got sort of a, you know, a little bit of uniformity there with the the teal and the pink uh, coming in throughout with the flares of the purple. Um, but some of them were just, were just bad. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I think I got them all except Bruticus because um, they did all the main G1 combiners, like all the, all of the um, Scramble City combiners got a Creo combiner. Uh, and then they started then, making them up. They started yeah. adding them after. Yes. They started like making these random Age of Extinction dinosaur combiners that were all right. No, I skipped all those. But um, I almost bought one because I think it had Grimlock in the set. I think it had like the Dinobots like name, but they didn't look anything like the Dinobots in terms of the aesthetic. It wasn't uh, it wasn't yeah. silver and gold and red. It was I don't know remember what color it was. Yeah, the combiners were fine. Like they were, they were a little bit of a mess. Yeah. But Creo overall was, it was a fun romp. I wish they would have done the big toys a little better, but that's okay. But then we got like small dudes, like small versions of big toys. We got a Trypticon mini, a Creon Creo microchanger of Trypticon. So yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't think that you'd get that. But we, we did. Yeah, Scorponok. There you go. He was one of the, the tiniest Scorponok in my collection. I have a lot of Scorponoks, yeah. but this is a little one. That was a good Scorponok. The Scorponok, Scorponok was one of the ones that I always had kind of issues with because you can see on Rodimus here, 
you got a nice tampo on the chest. And mm-hmm. yet for some of them, they would have like a, a, a thing that would go over the chest to make like a backpack that would then see exactly on Scorponok there. But then you would cover up what the, the kind of cool tampo. And it's like, do you yeah, want Yeah, because he had tampo on his chest. Yeah. He has details. It just hasn't been uncovered in years. No. So it's like, what do you want? Do you want the cool tampo or do you want uh, the, the the built backpack sort of deal thing? So it was uh, it was a little bit of a tough choice for some of the micro changers. So they were fun. They were enjoyable. Don't do it again, though, because I don't want another... I don't want another transforming buildable toy line. That just, that was a mess. But that's, that's when we started to get like these at the very tail yeah. end of Creo, where we got these half big Creo guys mixed with the, the Creon, you know, sm- somewhat more Creon combiner scale. And these could transform. Um, not, not really greatly, not really well. You know, if you can see on the screen here, um, you know, there's a little bit of glare there. A- anyways, um, it's, it's, it's transformer. It's, yeah, it, it was a transformer. You didn't have to disassemble it. Um, it doesn't really look great in either mode. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, they, they were trying. I think the I would say probably the most successful one was Starscream. Um, you know, but uh, yeah, that was something else that they did for, for Creos at the very tail end there. There was they Starscream. I'm sure he's got. I think I've seen it at his house. I have a feeling he's going to be bringing us something, and then it, or he just had to go. But is it yeah. AFA graded? Is the question. <laughs> so is next up construct bots. I think so. Yeah, these are construct bots. They're kind of body horror. At the end. Yeah, so this is Soundwave, quote-unquote. It's not terrible. No, there's something. There's something. They're like, you know, Christian and I were talking about it. They're kind of like they wanted to do Transformers again. They wanted to build them, but they wanted to kind of be like, um, to be like Bionicle a little bit. Like, we'll, we'll have a Bionicle moment with our Construct bots. Yeah, they all kind of have a similar skeleton. And then you yeah. put these parts on top of it. And if I remember right, part of the thing they advertised was how you could interchange the parts, but then they yes. wouldn't transform anymore, so that doesn't make any sense. Those were kind of cool. Like, I, I remember I got a lot of those, and there were some variants here and there. Um, like, like, not, you know, like production variants, like mistakes and stuff. So, like, you could actually really go down the rabbit hole with construct bots if you wanted but um again i wish nick or peter were here to see how um, far down the rabbit hole they went right i just remember like there were there were some differences like the star scream like half of his face would be black versus gray sometimes and like certain production runs had that and i know that sound wave had some parts some of them had parts that were yellow and some didn't i think they were gray instead of yellow like you know dumb shit like that but um I'm so glad, like, I kept, for some reason, I still have a lot of, next time I find these, I'm throwing them out, but I found this, like, they all come in, like, those plastic boxes, like, like, little containers you could keep to put all the parts in. I kept those. Like, I have a stack of those somewhere in my garage or something. You were supposed to keep them. They were made for keeping. 
Yeah, it was something to keep you know, to put everything together. But like, right? Yeah, that's that's one thing I don't like about build build a you know build toys. I don't know. You always end up with some extra parts. It happened you with do. Creo. It happens with every Lego set I've ever had. You get like one extra little brick. I don't know if it's like by design or what. But I think there was also extra parts with these construct bots as well. Yep. Like there would always be leftover. They get like an extra missile or a nub or something. And I, I haven't seen the extra something. parts on this guy in ages. I also was... don't remember what this transforms into, so I have no idea what I'm doing right now. Some sort of jet. jet. Yeah. I think it's a disaster, but I can't remember what flavor of disaster. <laughs> oh. A jet flavored disaster. Yeah, we got a lot of G1 style toys with this. We got some Age of Extinction. We got some Transformers Prime. Like we like if you wanted breakdown, you could get breakdown in the US as a construct bot. That was the only way to get Transformers Prime breakdown in the US for a long time was <laughs> in a construct bot. Um but uh yeah, so not as successful <laughs> as is Creo in terms of how long the line lasted and how deep it went, but you got a good variety of characters out of those toy those toy lines. I just remember like they, there was always a dude at Botcon that had to like show off the construct bots, you know, like here's the new construct bot coming in a few years, and everyone's like, cool, yeah. I don't want to do. I want I want to do the interview with John Warden, yeah. not you, man. Get to the good part. Poor construct bot. There's yeah, always construct bots for something. I was always... really excited for them until I got one. Then I wasn't excited anymore. Yeah. I yeah, think like I constru- still have a couple ones that I never put together. There's always an ancillary transformer line where they're like, "Try something, you know, do something else." And, like, we get Construct Bots, we get, like, uh, a Tactics, we get Bot Shots. Now we have Bot Bots. That's, you know, like, Bot Bots is the hey, Construct Bots. I, I gotta bots tell you, the Bot now. Shots and Bot Bots are both very fun little toy lines. I'm not saying they aren't. But they are the, they are the, give it your best college try toy line, you know. Well, this is and coming I think out. Some of them pretty successful, and because you're you're Certainly. going after beyond just the collector market, um, but us collectors, it's just like cater just to us. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I I like that they take swings on on stuff like that on this. That's what like that's what I'm rem- you know, looking back at this with you all. This is what I'm taking away from it. It's like wow, this was I didn't see it at the time, but these were just like hey. Let's go for a different segment. Let's go for a different market segment with the thing that we have going really well right now. It's going so good that we can expand upon it and give things a shot. And I think they do it in a way that's like it's taxing on the company in a different way than having to get transforming robots. You know, like like let's let's make this let's use a skeleton of build of things to make transformers now instead of something else. Like the that's that's why all those construct bots look so similar is because they went off a base and they were seeing how far can we push this 
um, without having to like redo everything. Yeah. And I, I think it's pretty clever and interesting. They just, I don't know. I've never really known exactly what I was looking for with buildable transformers. Like, what is it I actually want out of this? Because these transform, but they look kind of goofy. So I didn't like them that much. And the ones you take apart, I really hate. Well, I think we, I think I know the answer. And I think it's where we started. It's Diablock Convoy, but <laughs> way better. Like, you know, years of practice upon the concept of Diablock Convoy, which is a transforming... I mean, robot but you build it and then you can mess with it i do think it'd be interesting to see a new take on it, especially if lego did it <coughs> of you know like what they could actually do you know yeah i think so too it could end up being really good it could but even lego has limitations um yeah. You know, for for my son that gets the Ninjago stuff, the mechs that he's built for the most part are really cool looking and really neat. But they've got a brand new one this year that I've, I've seen in the stores and I've seen online. It's a combiner. It's the, the, one of the first times I've seen Lego do a combiner where you have like the drill tank that becomes the legs and a jet becomes the arms uh, and, and another you know me smaller mech becomes the torso. And the combined version looks a little bit janky. Um, it, 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 you know, it's 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 Lego, so it's already not going to look you know, that streamlined. But it looks even less streamlined than the older sets that he has, like that. So um, uh, I'm I'm curious to see what an Optimus Prime would look like that has to do two things, you know, look like a robot and look like a truck, and then three things because that's go between. Um, you know, and then adding the jet pack feature to it as well. It's like, you know, that's how many parts is that going to take from this? So, um, you know, as, as great as Lego is, um, it's, it's, you're never going to get a toy that's going to look exactly like a non building toy would look like even different than a model kit. I mean, that, that's something we were kind of talking about before we came on as the flame toys model kits, like those, look really really nice in terms of you know something that you build and you get an articulated you know a little bit fragile but an articulated sort of model out of it um but at the same time um it doesn't have to do anything else it just has to be built and then stand in the pose you put it in yeah and yeah, the model I mean, kits are that... oh sorry they're interesting because you're not building transformers you're building action figures. You know, yeah. with the building kits, it's always been like, let's figure out how to let them build a transformer. With this, it's just very much the quick concession of you're building an action figure instead. He's got his Bumblebee. I've got my BotCon exclusive, or not BotCon, but TFCon exclusive. BotCon exclusive? Wow. That's right. I made it my own. No, the TFCon um, custom panel figure, which I'm still... I'm still salty about, but he exists. So, hello. Did you paint the, all those parts before you assembled them? Was that the, how they did it? Yep. Yep. Sweet. It was. And like, I take a long time to put together model kits, so doing all that in an eight-hour period was not going to happen for me. So I painted, put it away, and went home. Mm. 
and built it when I got home and fixed the paint because the lighting was actually really, really bad in the um, custom room. So because I was painting navy blue on a black piece of plastic, the paint job was not so great. You mean to tell me a, a hotel ballroom didn't have great lighting? It did not. No. Oh, yeah. thunk. It was something else. But those don't really satisfy the itch either because you, you build it and it's an action figure and it is fragile, like Phil said. You know, one thing about Lego is good Lego stuff isn't fragile. Like that Voltron, stuff does not pop off that Voltron while I'm playing with it. Yeah. It Meanwhile, stays this guy, together. Like, yeah, the Creo set here is like, oh, there goes a little thin sword spike thing. Um, and, and I've had breakage with Creo parts over the years where you know, parts will will just break, which you don't get a ton of with Lego. You get a little bit of that here and there with Lego, but it doesn't break. With Creo, I've had far more breakage in Creo than I did with any Lego sets I've ever played with. Me too. I, I had some breakage in Creo. Not a ton. It wasn't like a huge issue, but it was definitely yeah, but, something that happened. It's not MP Hound level, you know, fragile, Neil, but uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's there. Not everybody likes this picking on MP Hound. I just thought was, I could have said gold plastic syndrome, but that was Hound popped into my mind first. No, because he's recent, and he's yeah. a, he was a little disappointed just because he was so weak feeling. It just popped in there. So what? You know, we've talked about what we expect. We've somewhat touched upon what we want out of this first figure do we want do we think we'd want more do we think we want a, you know a whole line of of transformer legos like they have for star wars or they have for harry potter and marvel and dc and all that oh before we go can or before we go down that road can i just ask paul what did what do you think of the xiaomi stuff it is the end game content of everything we've spoken of um, from from Diablock to Creo from built Diablock to built to rule to Creo um, then there's this Chinese company Xiaomi which is actually a cell phone company uh, built built these crazy like technic you know, Lego Technic level sets, kind of, is what, how, how I could... It's not exactly that, but it's, it's how I'd best describe them with a bunch of, like, those bar... Like, those, like, girder pieces with gears that it, that it connect to them. You know, bars and connectors and Lego pieces together with a ton of those friction joint sort of things. And they're huge. They're huge. I mean, I'll show you one if you want. Yeah, please. Yes, please. Yeah, none yeah. of us have them. I I don't know. I mean, I feel like with the Transformers, I'm not sure if it would be as successful uh, for Lego, at least for me, you know, as as some of the other lines. And I think part of it is is like like Lego Harry Potter or some of the Lego vehicles for Star Wars. Like, I, I may not necessarily have, like, an alternative. So it's like, if I want the Harry Potter castle, 
I'm probably going to get the Lego one, you know, whereas like Transformers, I've got a thousand other options. So that's a good point. So here's this is deluxe class Cyberverse Optimus Prime, if you're familiar with this toy. The Xiaomi toys, I don't know if you remember the Neza, Neza toys. You know, like Cyberverse had a different, like a alternative universe life in China. And so, you know, this is about what, less than five inches tall, maybe. So this is the Xiaomi build version of Cyberverse Optimus <laughs> Prime. It is so big. Huge. It is so big and it is crazy like, look at this you know that is massive that's took like it, as you see, to build that isn't it it did it, it it took a bunch of time and it, if you look at it closely you know you can see like all the it, it has all those bricks that have the circles in it that you can mm -hmm. pop the the little um, I, I don't even know what the T-bars or whatever you put it. It's more like a, a tech. I wouldn't say it's up to the par of Lego Technic sets, which I've seen before as I've grown up. They're crazy complicated. But this is this is close. This is like a few thousand, like at least a thousand pieces to build this thing. And like Creo, you have to take it apart. <laughs> Clearly, you have to take this thing apart to build the other version. And that is never, ever happening. <laughs> so it can become a truck. It does have truck time. Correct. Yeah. It, I wasn't it sure can. if they did or not. Paul, is the head all one piece? Yeah, the head is like a special sculpt. And when you open the box, like the head's in a special location. You know, it's kind of this. You know, this is kind of a cool. It's an experience to put this together. I'll tell you that. But the other thing is, it doesn't come with printed instructions, and you have to use this. You have to download a Chinese app. That gives you like a 3D, um, a 3D model like instruction set. Basically, it like an it animates the next piece you can put, and you can spin it around in a 3D, which is very cool. But sucks ass for like probably you know any minute now that's going to be obsolete, and you can't build this anymore. And <laughs> there's no printed instructions. There's no such thing. So. That's what's so bizarre about these. So what you have to and do is... they get a few, right? Yeah, there's there's Megatron, Bumblebee, and these are all Cyberverse. Megatron, Bumblebee, and Starscream. There's Windblade, too. Is there? Now, are those yeah. li licensed? I want the Windblade because uh, it never made a good Cyberverse one bed. Oh, yeah, these are legit. These are, these are sanctioned. These are Transformers. Through and through. These, this is not a bootleg by any means. You have to get these through, like, uh, I think you can get them on Taobao. But you have, they're, they're, they're in China. You have to get them in China. They're, they're crazy. So, yeah, I, I'd say this is the, the culmination of all the previous things that we have talked about. And, you know, it, it has, for as big as it is, it's just those little friction ball joints holding all, these, all this stuff together in certain spots, which is just so bizarre. Nothing does transform. Or it doesn't really transform. But, like, I don't care. Like, building that one time, that is a really neat-looking Optimus, right? You yeah. finish that, you're like, ooh, that's pretty. I built it. I'm done. It's okay that it doesn't transform. Yeah, and you don't really want it to. It's got presence on its own. Mm -hmm. 
Paul, do you know if the other ones are that size too or that scale, or are they a little bit smaller? The pictures I've seen, they look smaller. I think they're smaller. I think they just yeah. went, you know, they made Cyberverse Optimus. The, you know, Optimus Prime is the big one. It's the one people are yeah. willing to pay more money for, whatever. So I think the rest of them are maybe about half this size. I don't think even Megatron, like, you know, compares to this. But I, I I just got this or I just ordered the Starscream recently, so um, I'll have to remember how I downloaded that app. I think I had an emulator on my computer for Windows in order to do that, and then told it I was in China somehow. And wow, I think you did. It was not easy. Wow. It was a real pain in the ass. But um, yeah, I'm just show. I mean, this is this is a modern Transformer Lego thing. I do not expect. A, a brick building thing. I do not expect the new Lego Optimus to start here. No, so I'm expecting it to look more like the Voltron. Yeah, well, I mean, that's kind of where we were going next, was like, what? so now we've talked about all this, we've gone down memory lane, what is coming if this is real, right? Like, what do we think? I mean, I think I think we'll get a one-and-done to start i don't think we'd get a full wave like we were just talking about for our full you know like shelf presence of legos transformers I, I could be wrong um you know lego is doing a lot of these higher end sort of builds these days because especially during the pandemic there were a lot of folks who had time to kill and they were making puzzles they were doing all sorts of stuff and lego was a big thing that they got into so I think Lego is really trying to give the older fan base different fun things to build and especially things that are different popular intellectual properties and Transformers certainly scratches that itch. Um, you know, certainly anything that is Transformers and Lego, you know, not all the Transformers fans might buy it and not all the Lego folks would buy it, but there's going to be enough of both groups and plus I'm sure plenty of, folks who don't buy either of those normally who would probably want to go and scoop it up if it looks halfway decent. So in this day and age, in 2022, what is more ubiquitous? G1 Optimus Prime or the movie? Like what if you have to make that choice and you only get to make one, you know, you don't get to be like, well, why not both? Like, what do you do? I, I, I will be shocked if it's not at least a little bit of a nod or tie in to the new movie coming. Like, I would be shocked if this released in May and wasn't based on the Beast Town USA or whatever it's called movie design of Optimus. That, that's mean, what it's got to be, we right? Don't, we don't know that, uh, you know, Beast Town Optimus might be, you know, more a, uh, a, a G1-ish version. I mean, the Bumblebee movie Optimus kind of was. But if it has this jet-fired jetpack thing, like some of the description says, that that's a very, you know early Michael Bay sort of design that it would come with. Um, they can do it again. Have a rip apart air razor. Stick yeah. out his ornaments. Be great. I mean, I think no matter what they do, if it's successful, you'll get another version of it. I'm not sorry, Paul. 
Don't be. Very proud. I wanna I wanna go to the Beast Town USA movie with Guy Fieri doing a <laughs> doing a cameo. That'd be a great crossover. I had Guy Fieri uh, food for lunch today. Guy Fieri X Transformers. I would be all over that. <laughs> they just just a transformer with his crazy hair. It turns into a food truck, and like just the head sculpt on that would be fun. I would love that, Phil. Yeah. Our new our new crossover right there. I think we nailed it. Yeah. Yeah, he turns into the food truck mud... is great. Yeah, it's mud flap and skids. It's oh, ice cream truck. I really want a food truck transformer now, and I do want it to be Guy Fieri. Yeah, I, I think I, I think you're right, Anna. I think it will probably be. Yeah, I don't know. It, it'll be like either it, maybe it'll be somewhat like the Creo stuff where it was sort of a, a mm. it's not this, it's not that, it's like its own thing. But you, but everyone is kind of happy, sort of, because it's enough of each. Um, if it's anything like the the leaks I've seen of what Optimus looks like in the movie, um, it would make sense. Like, because it is pretty, it, you know, that's closer to G1 now. But if it has a backpack, like, is that a spoiler for the movie? Or is that just like, hey, that's now an evergreen thing. We want to just make the trailer turn into something. Like, I, I don't know. That would be fine. Like, if they just did it that way, where it's like, it's Jetweed because it's Jetweed. Yeah. That's it. It's just because he is. Who cares why? I, I think the, I think this is a pilot project, essentially. But I think there is a the intention and the expectation on both companies' behalfs is to make this a you know a ten year brand or something like that. Like I said, when you look at the, the marriage of Lego and Hasbro, like I can't imagine that that wouldn't have gotten a ton of press at Toy Fair. Yeah. Well, they also might just be testing it out. Like it has to, bl- like. It may have to sell out by a certain date to be like, okay, this is there's enough heat here to like, we can do a second one, at some point. Yeah, like it's probably an experiment that both companies are willing to do just to see if if there's anything there, and if there isn't, they're like, well, that was fun, let's go on to the, we're moving on to the next thing. And Lego does that a lot, where they'll test the waters with these like fan design sets where you know all right i'm sure if the sonic set does well we might get another i mean they did the friends you know uh, coffee shop and then we got a friend's apartment we got seinfeld um so so they they've expanded when when something does well um you know they only did one sesame street you know you got a lot of the sesame street characters that but they only did one sesame street so that maybe did not do as well for him. Well, remember, Cookie Monster did not fund. True. True. Sesame Street fans don't have deep pockets. Those those three-year-olds, they don't got the cash. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I, I have a decent amount of hope for this whole thing, though, because I think that, you know, if you combine the quality level of Lego... With the creativity of, you know, fan designers and their designers, I think they'll be able to make something pretty cool that won't be a disappointment. You know, it's just like, I think I never saw anyone complain about the way the Voltron looked. 
you know, there's a lot of people still out there really wanting that like Voltron toy that really is their last Voltron toy. But no one complained when the Lego one was silly looking. It was just like, wow, that's cool. All right. It's fun. So I'm hoping for something like that. Yeah. I just wanted to to trans. I wanted to transform. I, I only want to have to build it once. Yeah, I agree. And I think that's that's the the promise I think of a of a Lego funded piece. I think um, so. I mean, if you look at what was coming out from Lego at the same time Creo was coming out, the Lego engineers are far and above better at that sort of thing than what, what Hasbro's Creo team was able to do. The the GI Joe stuff was better than the Transformer stuff because again, like built to rule. The G.I. Joe stuff didn't have to transform, but yeah, from a lot of different angles, it was, it, it, you know, you had better sets coming out of, of yeah. Lego at all times. And Mega Bloks slash Mega Constructs, they've been solid for a long time. Like, they do yeah. good stuff. It's just not as good as Lego. You right. know, they get a lot of the big licenses. They had Ninja Turtles forever. Um, Game of Thrones? <laughs> for some reason they have Game of Thrones. Halo. I, you know, I know people who bought it. It's 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 one of those things that again, you know, why why is why is Lego making a Carnage head sculpt? Um, because there's a fan base who wants it. Those are odd looking. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the Lego heads. Yeah, those those are a little weird to me. Too. So I, I don't know. I mean, I do think it would be neat to actually see an ongoing line with between Lego and Transformers. Um, you know, I, I think it could definitely work if the companies are willing to work together. So, so last kind of like thing I want to say about why I think this could be okay is I have a friend who's really into Lego. Like he's as into Lego as I am Transformers, and he's covering his house in Lego, and that's. Great, because he wasn't a collector back in the day. His brought us closer, blah, blah, blah. But he was really excited when the whole Optimus link came out. And I was like, yeah, but, you know, I know people have been making all these cool Transformers ideas for years, but I don't want to buy all the parts. It's a pain in the ass, blah, blah, blah. So I'm never going to do it. And he told me that there was there's this site, Rebrickable, where people make their own, um, where they make their own Lego designs. But what they do is they make Lego designs for these sets, these like three in one creator sets that are like 12 bucks on Amazon. They make their own designs for them and they post them online. And there's this guy who makes a bunch of Transformers designs. And he made this cool little transforming telescope out of that set and put it up. And it, it legit looks like, you know, it's Perceptor. It's essentially, it's yellow Perceptor, and it legit transforms. And it's a little unstable and everything, but I mean, it's a fan-made thing made out of an existing set. So if, if a fan who's very talented can make this, I think Lego can make something fantastic with their no limitations, and they can make it as expensive as they want because we're all idiots who will pay for it. That's one thing Lego fans, Transformers fans have in common. We will pay. Yeah, that, that is definitely true. 
Yeah, did we really talk about the fan-made versions? Because there's been some real winners over the years that have just blown me away. I can't remember really? any of them, but every once in a while, there's a, there's just an incredible Lego build transformer, and you're like, God, I wish that was real. There's a book at our library that's about like how to make transformers from Legos. My son checks it out maybe every six months. He never builds from it because like I don't think he has the parts that he would need to, um, or at least isn't organized. But you know, yeah, there's they look good. They they look good in this like unofficial book that's probably like three or four years old at this point. Mm. Um, you know, there's a lot of creative folks out there in the Lego world. Like, that's the big difference between the Transformer fandom. One of the big differences between the Lego fandom and Transformers fandom is like the the Transformers fandom. You know, we we can draw up our own things and write up fan fiction all we want, but like Lego fans are like, yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna build it. I'm just gonna make it myself. Well, I mean, there's the whole customizer. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But it's 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 not to the the level that that what you can do with Lego. You know, Lego as a toy and as an activity breeds creativity. Yes. It encourages it. Yeah. I don't disagree with you, though, Phil. I know what you're getting at. And yes. I yeah. Do. I think the percentage of Lego fans who go and just build their own thing is far greater than the percentage of Transformers fans that are getting customization. The average Lego fan tries to build their own thing every once in a while. The average Transformer yeah. fan buys 50,000 repaints of the same thing because they needed it to be just a little more orange. And then they yeah. digibash the way they wish it really looked. Yes. Post it on Twitter. And they freaking buy another gosh darn cup because his windows are blue now instead of clear. Yeah. I'm convinced we're going to get another Perceptor after seeing the in-hand pictures today. Of Studio Series Perceptor. I'm sure. I'm he, sure that that's probably their their idea on all of that. He's got too many molded details that aren't painted for them to just be leaving it like that. Paul, is that bigger than your daughter? Yeah, for the toy sleuth over here. Uh, no, I don't think so at this point. I think uh, she has surpassed it. She's bigger, yes. Yeah. It used to be bigger than her, though. Yes, those were good days. Because she's newer than it, I think. Right. <laughs> this is definitely older than her. How much does that thing weigh? It's heavy. <laughs> well, this is one of those things where, like, you're like, how do I pick this up without it falling apart? You know. I does it fall apart? I mean, if yeah, it's all friction. You know, if, if you. Okay. So grab the wrong part you know it would be heavier than the those those little nub those lego nubs you know the little hollow yeah. tubes that hold it together with the little edges on the end you know like at some point those don't stay but um in general it's i mean it's meant to be just like sort of a stand here and display piece although it can't it is articulated it can do all sorts of things but i don't want to stress the the joints too much i'm just going to have it standing here that's why I think we're going to get a really blocky Optimus. I think he's going to be really blocky and bricky like the Voltron is and not skinny and agile like this little guy. Because, you know, this guy can pose a lot and it's really neat, but it falls apart all the time as I'm playing with it. Yeah, because yeah. even the line that that's based off of Anna looks like a pretty anorexic lion. Yeah, it does. It's a pretty 
It's a lion that's very hungry. It needs to go well, eat that it. bird. It's got a bird it's chasing. Let's eat it. I mean, I hope that this takes off because I know whatever this first toy is will not be what the 20th toy is. The 20th toy will have, you know, two years of making these under its belt. And it's like, oh, this doesn't work, but this does. Let's do this more often. And, you know, the next Optimus they release will be awesome. It's just like it's like all like always look at the masterpiece line mp01 mp10 mp44 like holy cow those are paradigms apart from each other that just takes time and experience the small xiaomi guys do not look nearly as amazing as that by the way i've been looking at pictures they look a lot more like creo (laughs) well i'll let you know they're better than creo but they are Again, the kind of that skinny and macy. It almost like your yes. robot there, Anna. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They went. They went more with accentuating the articulation. Mm. Well, guys, thanks for uh, joining us tonight. Um, thanks to everyone in the chat. Uh, thanks to Zaldron. Thanks to John. Thanks to Catherine. Thanks to Ron. Um, so. Yeah, uh, book club this week uh, is going to be Revolutionaries 1 and 2. So uh, join them on Sunday night at 9.30 Eastern, 8.30 Central on the TF Talk Discord. Join us and and be like one of the few people who don't complain about having to read Revolutionaries. We're all salty about it. It's fun. Is that the one with Skywarp? I think so. I haven't read it yet. Oh, I'm supposed to read as she's one and two. Get reading. I will. <laughs> but yeah, and then uh, microcasters this week. I think it'll be another grab bag. Is that right? I think that's what we're gonna do. Probably. I don't, I don't know what we all specific. have. Uh, sorry, I didn't. Uh, you need... don't have a knockout. Otherwise, we'd have it. Oh no! Yeah. Sorry for not making the Minibot Madness last week. I was uh, a little disappointed to uh, show off mine. So, oh well. Anyway, but um, there was also Cut the Tape last week, too, if you want to uh, to check that out. So, all right. Well, thanks, everyone, and we will see you next week. Thanks. Bye, everybody. This has been Transformers for your listening pleasure, a presentation of tftalk.net. We'd like to thank you for listening and ask that you please rate us on your favorite podcast outlet and share us with your friends. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at TFYLP. Email us at podcast at TFYLP.com. This is Paul Lighting, and on behalf of TFYLP, we'd like to thank you again for listening. And we hope you'll join us next time for another... T-F-Y-L-P. Ha <laughs> ha!